Good evening, everybody. Thank you. This evening, Metz Hashem, we are going to look at Mizmah Tzadi Dalad and Sukim Yud Dalad and Tes Vav. We mentioned last week that two of the big um, areas of discussion in these Sukim were Yisurim, people undergoing difficulties, and also Tzadik Verala and Rosh Hatovlo, that uh, seems to be an imbalance that Tzadikim often suffer, and Roshoyim, the wicked, often have a very easy life. We're going to come to that in the Hashem, as I said I would, but let's take a little bit step back. In the last year we quoted the Radak on Peret, on Posit Gidbeis, where it says, Asher Geva Asher Praise to the man who Hashem disciplines. And we quoted, the Radak said, If the wicked will say to us, If you are so much right, more righteous than we are, You choose a good path, and a munaf, your faith in Hashem is good, how can it be that you sit so long and so many years in exile in shame and in disgrace and in difficulties the Rishoyim of all generations have always challenged us with a very very vexing difficult problem of Tariq Rala and Rosh but before we go to that subject we first we're going to have a look at Yudalad in sort of in, in the keep in keeping with the very famous vart of the Kotzke Rebbe, um, he said that the uh, terminology is first of all Ein Kelakenu, there is no God like our God. And once we've established firmly that Emunah, the Ein Kelakenu, we can then ask Mi Kelakenu, who is our God? What what is He? You can't start off with the question. So Pasuk Yudalad, in that light, is also the same because Pasuk Yudalad before it goes to Torah. I thought of it as means who is. I thought it's an expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah, is. Yeah, but it's a question. Uh, don't question you know, Hashem. You don't you know, question you know, of Hashem or question. You sort of say, who can be like that? Yeah, no, Mikael Akena, who can yeah, be compared yeah, to. Yeah, right. So then again, you've got to get the wise, wise spark at the back of the shoulder and says, well, I know. I can yeah. compare it. You know, I don't know. He's uh, trying to say, we, we've got to establish our own winner first. Once we've established our winner, we can talk about any subject you wish. We're, we're not discouraging we're questions. Not, we're not discouraging questions, but yeah, yeah you're quite right. We, we want to go. Let's, let's have a look at Yudalad. Because here we see a, a, a precursor, I think, to discussing Tzadik Varala. The Pasuk says, Kilo Hashem Amo, Hashem will not cast off his nation, and he will not forsake his heritage. The Malbim explains the difference between lo yitosh to cast off and yaazov to forsake. The tisha casting off is more violent than forsaking because when it comes to casting off, it is done with koyach, it's done with power. You push away, whereas. Um, Yazo is just walking away from without that powerful um, ridding yourself of something else and, and says the Malbim the Spire we've already explained many times that there's a difference between Am and Nachalo the Nachlo inheritance comes from that powerful connection that the person has with his Nachalo Sha'al Yedei Zeh Heim Nachlo Oilomis you have a 
some sort of connectivity to that which you can hand on to others. It is permanent. If you own a piece of land, it becomes your nachalot. It becomes your nachalot. You can actually pass it on to others. There is an all-time connection between the two. Similarly, when I call Shpohu's connection with Klal Yisrael is a connection of Am, my people, but also Nachlos, something where there is a very, very strong connectivity. And therefore, because they are his people, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not push them away with Koyach, Kilo Yitosh Hashem Amoy, the Nachlosoy, and his inheritance, which is Oilomis, Lo Yazov, he will never forsake. And this is a guarantee. However bad things may appear to be in Golos, Hashem will never forsake us or cast us off his people and his nation. And that is the follow-on, as we said, to a certain extent, to what we said before, that Kral Yisrael suffer. If Kral Yisrael suffer, don't worry, HaKadosh Baruch is not forsaken them. This assurance is given to all of Kral Yisrael. As the Sopranu explains, the word Amoy refers to the Hamoyin Om of Kral Yisrael, the people. Also, the to those who are those who actually keep Torah. So every element of Kaliswar is involved and part of and included this this undertaking that Akadish Baruch will never forsake us. Both Evan Ezra and Malbim learn that this is in fact an answer to Posuk Hey, where the Roshoim tell us of, uh, uh, we are we are the other way around. We are told of the villainy of the Roshoim the Amukha Hashem Yidaku, your people Hashem, they crush, Vanachlosukha, Ya Anu, and they afflict your heritage. When they said, Amukha Hashem Yidaku, your people Hashem, they crush, we answer, Kiloi Yitosh Hashem Amai, Hashem has not cast off his people. And when they say, the Rishon say, Vanachlosukha, Ya Anu, and we say about the Rishon, they have afflicted your heritage, the answer is, the Meshara Vanachlosukha, Ya Azoi, Mahakarish Bokhu doesn't forsake his Nachalo. So, Amukha and Nachalo, is being answered clearly and so at the end of this pasuk to summarize what we have said Rabbi Gamil Rabinovitz in his Sefer Tivat Tehillos says as follows Zu this is a clear promise Ki HaKadosh Baruch Hu Eina Oizei Vaisalam Oilam HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not forsake us ever even if we are in the depths of the difficulties of exile, who nimtso imanu hakadosh baruch hu is there with us. Our faith in this guarantee allows us the ability to face to give us the emuna. It gives us the, the the faith, the ability to stand up to the questions where we really but Emma's not even able to Im- to comprehend the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Our non-comprehension of the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu means we can't answer the challenges. I can say, I believe, I have a Muno, but I can't answer the challenge. It I just falls into my mind, so I say it. When I was in Carmel College, I had a young man that once said to me, I can't believe in a God that lets six million people die. And I said, I have a bigger problem than you. And he looked at me as if I from Mars what's the problem with that so I do believe in God and I still don't understand why he let six million die that, that is our emuna. we believe it's difficult it's hard you can't answer it but if you know that HaKadosh Baruch doesn't forsake us Hashem is there and we can scratch a little bit away from the surface and understand as far as our human minds give us ability to 
then we can, at least for ourselves, bolster our emunah in what's going on. And therefore, when we come to Tzadik Vagaloi, and I must tell you, I've written in my notes, and so we come with more than a little trepidation to the subject of Tzadik Vagaloi and the Rosh Hashanah, and we'll see where we can get to. So in order to focus um, all our endeavors and to, as best we can, shed a bit of light on this, on, on, on this very complex and, and, and vexing problem, we can do no better than turn to the Bechayim Friedlander Zechot Tzadik in his Hagdomata Sifsei Chaim. And he writes as follows, Gedoyle hachachomim v'hanavim, the greatest of the wise and of the prophets even, uveineh Moshe Rabbeinu v'yirmiyo ha'novi, themselves, niskashu v'tumau al-hanhogus tzadik v'raloi. Moshe Rabbeinu b'kesh, Moshe Rabbeinu asked, hoideini no estar kecho, please show me your ways of how you deal with this world. And the Gemara explains very clearly in Brochus Tavlayim, that Moshe was actually asking Mifnei Mayesh Tzadik Vagala and Rosh Hashanah. That was Moshe Rabbeinu's question. Please let me know your way. I don't understand Tzadik Vagala. Moshe Rabbeinu. That's a Gemara. A Gemara. That's a Gemara. But he knows, he's, no, he's quoting the Gemara. And Chen Yirmiyah Novi, and we'll learn the Pasuk a little bit more later, but the Yirmiyah Novi says exactly the same. Madua Derech Roshoim Tzalocho. Why are the ways of the wicked successful and have success? Straight questions. Sadiq Vagaloi. Balanogazu, and concerning this whole subject, the Ramban in his Hagdoma to Eov, and a lot of Sefer Eov is explained as uh, that argument and his street between himself and his three friends uh, is on Sadiq Vagaloi. But the Ramban writes in Hagdoma, Vayesh Dovo Machiv Halvovois. Umadiv Hamachshovois. There's a very, very worrying and difficult concept. Mimenu Levadoi, with this concept alone, Nimshichu Rabim, many people have been pulled away by Choladeris in all generations, Lekfira, to the Gemura, to the total denial of Akadish Bachachas Shalom, Ruharis Ba'olam, Mishpat Mu'ukho. Akadish Bachu shows in this world a perversion of justice, injustice, Chas for they say, Why is it that so and so is successful? So even the Raman says, you know, this is brought up a cost of the world. The people cannot rise to the challenge of belief in this. And he carries on. The Raman later on says exactly the same. No, I'm sorry. He quotes the Moshcham Lotato, where he talks at length of Tzadik Baralo. Again, somebody will come back again to him. And he says, even though we are unable to understand clearly, he says the Moshcham Lotato, a rule, principle. For the Osa Hashem Aleikim Dovo, because Baruch has never made anything, she established by B'nai Odom that people can be mistaken in Be'emuna, in Emuna. in other words, there is elements that could make you, could make a person's Emuna sh- shake. Shalayimtsu Yeshua, that we cannot find, if we look hard enough, some sort of guidepost, some sort of guideline, some sort of, uh, uh, of information that will help us. And he quotes the apostle, And this is something that I, I, I will keep coming back to. 
that we have emuno, we have signposts along the way. We spoke a little the other week about Akadosh Baruch Hu's Elam and how anybody could could dream up anything that would take uh, you know, uh, uh, mind-boggling chances of of, of 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 coming to fruition that the human being should uh, evolve. We we have guidelines for that. We have the proof. We have no proof. No one was there at Bracious Baradakim. Similarly, though, says the Ramchal, if you look hard enough, you will find something, knowledge, for your data, as far as you can go, that will bolster your emunah. And therefore, says, uh, says Abraham Fiedlander, going back to him, he says, therefore, we have a chay, we have an obligation, as far as we are able to find out as much as we possibly can about this concept, in order to bolster our own emuna, that our Kodesh Baruch Hu is just. He is Hatzor Tzomim Pa'olot, Chodorachot Mishpot. It all works out okay. So, my own personal health warning, as I often say, all that I'm going to quote comes from Svarim. We looked up, cross-referenced it, all, it's all there. The interpretations and what I want to bring out from what I'm quoting that's mine and can be argued with that, there's no question about that but this is the derech that made sense to me while I was doing the learning we find Rabbi in Pirkei Ovos we don't know very much about Rabbi Yanai other than I couldn't find very much that's most of the people know more than me but I couldn't find very much that Rabbi Yanai was was in the time of the Romans occupation of Eretz Israel but Rabbi Yanai says in the mission in Pirkei Ovos in Perik Dalapos mission at Chaf Chaf or, or Tesayin or around that area, depending on which Mishnah she used, he says as follows: "Ein biyodzenu loy mishalvas haroshayim va'af loy miyusurei hatzadikim." Article translates it: "It is not in our power to explain either the tranquility of the wicked or the suffering of the righteous." Boom! He said it. That's it. We can't explain it. Full stop. End the conversation. Really. Stop there. Okay. And again, that is a machlokus in amongst the Mepharshim, or to what does Rabbi refer? But I've taken it to mean, on the face of it, this is Rabbeinu Yoyna, um on Pirkei Ovis, or Rishon, he says it very clearly. But he says it as Yesh Mepharshim, that are these who explain this mission as follows. That even though Shimon Adin, who Rosha, he is wicked, there's no question about it, but but good comes to him. Tzadik, he is without any question righteous. and evil comes his way. We cannot understand the reason. It's one of those two things that we personally can't answer. And this is the full pasuk. The says in Perek Yudbeis pasuk Aleph. Tzadik Hashem, you are righteous. Tzadik Hashem. Ki oliv eilecho, but I would like to express a grievance against you. Ach mishpotim adaba oisoch, I will talk to you of judgments. Madua derech l'shom tzolacho, why is it the way of the wicked is successful? Sholu, kolbol devoged, and all those who are betrayers have tranquility. You may ask it straight out. There's no, 
no misunderstanding what you may want. And, 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 and the Rabbeinu Yoni is saying, and that is pshat in our Mishnah. This is what Rabbi Yanai says. There is a tana, but ain't But we we haven't got any answers. Please, I would like you to note uh, because we're going to come back to it. The word of mishpat. We found it in the Ramban. The question was mishpat mu'ukol. Um, a, a, a perversion of justice and again it's underlined here by by Yemi Novi. and you quoted it in Hazina Hazina as well right. Rashi offers a most interesting shot in the Mishnah and he says as follows it should be it should be Kachadin Noita that it should be Shloitei Shavala Roshan by Elamazet Nubikud should not find any peace in Elamazet that's, that's the way it should be surely and the righteous shouldn't suffer. But this matter is not handed over to us. But only to our Kodesh Baruch's hand. He actually brings tranquility to the Rosh Hashanah in this world. In order that he should, the Rosh should take his portion. And also the portion of the righteous in the world to come when it comes punishment time he'll get done for himself and any wickedness any, any tzaddik has done while a tzaddik and the tzaddik HaKadosh Baruch maybe he soon brings troubles in this world that when it comes reward time he will take his reward and also any reward that was forthcoming to the Rosha everybody has two portions <laughs> yeah, one way or the other. Now, a tzaddik shizoycha, a tzaddik who is righteous and is meritorious and he merits, noitzel chelka v'chelik mishen, a tzaddik arosha hamizchayev, noitzel chelka v'chelik mishen arosha. Kachshomati. So I heard Pshat Sosashi. Fascinating. That it's an interchange. The people, you know, they're going to be judged and they're going to be punished and all by our college professors. So you can have a tzaddik who has it very bad in this world, but but ultimately he comes to Olam Havor he's going to get not only his own portion but the portion of, of the Rosh and the other way around the Rosh is going to be paid back in this world paid back time he gets everything he needs he's on top of the world but ultimately when it comes to fishing out the punishment he's going to get the, Rosh, the Tzaddik's punishment as well so we see from Rashi very clearly and also al Mufashim that there is a direct correlation and connection between Tzaddik V'Ra'avalai and Shava Oynish in Olam Havor and Olam Hazer direct correlation Okay. We learned also to take a go, go a stage further. We learned that it was Moshe Rabbeinu who asked Hashem, "Please let me know your secret." How does it all work? When he requested According to Rabbi Meir in the Gemara in Brachos, Rabbi Meir says Moshe's request remained unanswered. Now, other the Gemara there has other opinions of what type of tzaddik we're talking about of what type of Russia we're talking about is it a tzaddik gomel is it a Russia gomel is it a tzaddik ben tzaddik or a Russia ben tzaddik the Gemara goes into detail but Rabbi Meir comes and says there is no answer Moshe Rabbeinu goes on to answer however the Amaforshim on Pirkei Ovois on that Mishnah ethics from Sinai Rabbunim talks about it a little bit who see, and also Mephoshim, we see from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ultimate reply, he says to Moshe Rabbeinu, 
For the ECS Achoyrei Uponai Loyerou, you can see my back, but you can't see my front. What he's saying to him is, you can't understand Hashem Hashem's Hanhoga in the future. You can't see the future. But retrospectively, then you will look back and see why Hashem spoke to the way he did. In other words, there is an element of understanding HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Rochim. But, basically, it's only backwards, retrospectively. Ah, that's why that happened, that's why that happened, that one. I can understand that. And even in Shrava Oynish to a certain expense, understanding of reward and punishment in Oynish to a yeah, it does work, but retrospectively not in the future. But in the future you can't see Hashem's, how Hashem does it in the future. Okay. I have a little bit of a question on that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I come to me. I have a little bit of a question because it is interesting to note that when Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to kill the Mitzri and it says, He looked this way and that way. And there was no man. What does Rashi say? Rashi says, So Moshe is seeing into the future. He's seeing this Egyptian, he can lose his soul now or whatever soul an, uh, uh, an Egyptian has but he's going to take, take the book uh, 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 of living out of him because ultimately there's nothing going to come out from him. So Moshe Rabbeinu was actually involved in seeing Baruch Kodshoi, the future. So there is an element of Nebuah, of Ruach HaKodesh, where you are given, maybe not us, but the Tzadikim are given some sort of understanding of that. So the understanding of past and present and future for us is summed up by a fascinating piece of Vilna Gaon. Vilna Gaon wrote a very famous letter to his family. Um, and he writes as follows, L'mocho, tomorrow, Tifke, you will cry, tishak, what you were laughing about today. L'mocho, tishak, tomorrow you will laugh, tiboche, that which you're crying about today. In other words, you never know where you're up to. It's going to change. It's going to change there's a past, present, and future. And everything we've said so far is dependent on past, present, and future. I can know it retrospectively. I can't know the future. I'm going to, the person is going to be rewarded in Olam and punished in Olam or he's going to be rewarded in Olam and punished in Olam This is all time-related elements of the same subject matter. Also, clear statements that... that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in inverted commas arranges Toiv and Ra in advance fascinating little piece of Medrash Lama Toime Yankov why did Yankov say Mr. Rodrochai Mashem possibly in Yeshaya Ma'olam Loi Oma Yankov Dova Bottle Elokan Yankov never said anything which wasn't right except here Amar HaKadosh Baruch HaKadosh Baruch said Ani Oiseich I am busy Laham Leches Benoi to make your son king in Mitzrayim Vuhu Oimen he says to the brothers when they come to collect Benyomim Lam HaRei Oisim Li why have you done bad to me Yaakov Donis and so you've got Yaakov Avinu questioning HaKadosh Baruch and questioning what's happening here this is the that is happening to me. And HaKadosh Baruch is saying, what are you questioning? 
<laughs> Yosef is down there. I'm making him into king. He's going to save the whole of Kad Yisrael. He's going to save the whole of the Shvatim. He's going to give food to everybody. We're going to make a home in Egypt. So that what? But although the Medrash doesn't say this, I'm adding this, so that what? The Nevoah of Avram Avinu, who saw in the Bisbein of Asoim, Abba Me'ashona, you're going to be 400 years, and that should come to, to, to fruition, and we're going to make it Am Yisrael, and you're going Lo Mahalosimli. And we should see how Kodesh Baruch Hu's challenge, that you don't know the future, and even if you know the past, you can't always put it together. Okay, so we're slowly, slowly getting there. Then we have another very, very fascinating, kind of pointed out to me, story. I tried looking up where the medrash was, but it is, it is actually a medrash. Children seem to know it. I'm, I'm sure most probably knew it, but forgot it. Um, I might have known it. It's another lovely story. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, one of the Chachmei uh, Talmud, he actually was very, very, very bothered by Tzadik Barala and Rosh Hashanah. It bothered him tremendously. Adkadekach, when, uh, when he met with Eliyar Novi, he asked Eliyar Novi, you're on a message from HaKadosh Baruch, because Eliyar Novi said, yes, said, please take me with you. I want to see how, how you do things. You, you know, you know, you know the message? We'll, we'll, go, we'll go through it. Funny things happen. Yeah, we'll yeah. we yeah. we go, we go, we go through it briefly. So Eliyar Novi said, yes, on one condition, don't ask any questions. The moment you ask questions, we've got to separate. That's it. So they're going along the way, and they come to a house, and at this house, this hovel, there's an old man and woman, and an old cow outside tethered to the post outside most probably and from the milk of this old cow worse than even there's seven cows in Egypt you know in the power's dream that depends how you read the magic I suppose uh, but you tell the story over they, they live from the milk of this cow so they needed somewhere to stay so you should but leaving as you are now we knock at the door come in can you have room for us yes small bed on the floor he gives them a cup of milk and they all go to sleep early in the morning uh, and another wakes up you know, and leave. we've got to leave we've got to leave okay gets up and goes uh, on his way out he stops and he's mispalel and he's mispalel that the cow should die so the, die, the cow keels over and dies and the Yeshua Ben Levi is standing there going huh this is the whole panos this is the whole life but he's not allowed to ask because once he asks boom, finished so they carry on on their journey they go on their journey and then they come to a house of a very very rich man one of the walls is somehow being destroyed, it's a difficult position, and they come in and the husband and the wife will yell at them, you've got no place here, we haven't got room for us to no peace. Yeah, and they give them um, some sort of stone bed in the outside. And as yesterday, early in the morning, and Yarnovi wakes up with and leave it, it's time to go, right, what we go. Before he is misparel, that the wall that has been wrecked and ruined should right itself and rebuild itself. Again, I'm sure Ben Levi doesn't ask anything because he's lost. That's it. So go a little bit further, and they come to a town where they stand there in the base of Medrash waiting to be invited, and no one invites them in. No one. Yeah, maybe we can bring a little bit of food in the base of Medrash. No, one, no one's interested in Hachnos, no, no one's interested in them. On their way away from the town, most probably early in the morning, and Yarnov returns to the townspeople, and he gives them a bracha. All of you should become leaders and choshev. We should have been sort of can't take this. I mean, well, yeah, they, they, they can't even offer Hachnos and you're saying it should all be Choshen and. Okay, doesn't ask because otherwise, right. So let's go on. They go to another town, and here everybody invites them in. They're fighting over Hachnos Bring them in, bring them in, bring them in. And on the way out, Eliyahu Navi gives them a vacha. One of you should be a great leader. At that, we should have had it. He couldn't anymore. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. He, he can't take it. But he asked. He said, you know the condition. He asked, you've got to go. Yeah, but explain to me. He said, okay, before you, before you go. Number one, you should know 
that the gazelle was on the woman of that house the elderly lady should die and although I took the cow away I was able to give her a reprieve and she would live I'm sure no one's going to argue with that right, good okay second case was the wall there was a treasure in the wall that was never meant for him to have it's hidden in that wall if he would have had it rebuilt he would have found the treasure which wasn't his anyway so I really rebuilt it so it should be hidden I'm not sure whether it's the osid or what but it would be hidden right so I prayed that happened when they, no one wants to give us Achim, I gave them all of curse. You gave them all of Bukha, you said there should be Koshim. I said, no. If you've got, everyone thinks they're the leader, that town is going to die of Machlaikas. No problem. And we, know the, we know the problem. Right, okay? So that's okay. And what happened in the last town where everybody wanted to give Achim Achim? Right, good. One of you should be the leader. That will cause Sholem to, to prevail in the town. There's one person who is manning the whole town, and that's it. And at that time, that part, the Shubha lady, and uh, and Eliyahu parted company. But one thing you can see from that medrash, it's quite a lovely medrash, but one thing you can see very, very, very clearly, that once we are actually introduced to the why, the questions fall away. Eliyahu ben Levi. Now, was Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi convinced that he had the answer to Tzadik Rolai? That's one of my questions. At the end of that story, was Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi convinced? Or did he still have the question? Remember, Moshe Rabbeinu has asked the question. Even you are now he has asked the question. We are told by the, by the Ramban that upper crosses are coming to the world. We, 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 we've said we have no answer. Bianai said, "Loy Mishal was the hit." So, what of you sure and Levi convinced? I would suggest. I would like to suggest that at this point we have come to the following. We have come to the understanding that Olam Hazeh and Olam Haba, Gashmis and Muchnius, are part and parcel of the question and also it's time limited past, present and future right you agree with me or, or disagreeing so far right? but that seems to be time, what time defined time defined Not yeah no, 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 you're quite right time defined time defined but within the, within the limitation of our lifespan uh, yeah but it's going to be our, our, at the end of the day it's going to be our lifetime because once it passes on to the next generation it's the next generation's lifetime it's not ours anymore what we have done might impact but we're not going to know that from down here we're going to know that from up to there not that they want to find out what's going on up there but you know it's our time limit so we've got these two things now if we can actually reveal some of that take it away which what we've quoted these stories and this is what we've quoted we'll the guns but we'll laugh today and what we cry about etc etc we we limit that then we have some sort of answer so then that just begs the question why is it such a difficult theory of Shetadit Barala and Rosh I think the answer is because we are actually missing out two very very important measuring tools number one that make sure I haven't missed the page <laughs> number one that Shrava Oynish we have no inability to put the two together. The currency is totally, totally, totally different. We said he will get Gehenna, he will get Rashi, he will get Ganadin. Do we know what Ganadin is? Do we know what Gehenna is? Are we on the wavelength of understanding that the whole of this world is not worth even a second of Olamabo? Do we understand the connecting link? No. We know that they work together and there is a connection but the, the, the currency of that connection is beyond our comprehension 
So that's one thing that we've got to factor in to tell it with our Lord Rosh Hashanah I don't understand. This Rosh is walking away with the whole of Olam Azeh. So what's your problem? The Tzadik will walk away with the whole of Olam Azeh. But I can't understand the correlation between the two because I don't know the Skalava Oynish and I don't know the currency. And number two, which is, uh, to my mind, but it's there in the words, the Mishpat Mu'ukal troubles us, the injustice. Why do it that way? Can't the Bonish Lonim is by Yecholus. Can't you find a better way of doing it? Because <laughs> it has to be through the Tariq Razale or Hashem Tovah. That's what, and that's what the Ramban said, Mishpat Mu'ukal. That is the trouble. And that is, what, uh, that is what's troubling us. If that is what is troubling us, then the question becomes a far, far greater question. Because we really haven't got the building box to answer it anymore. We don't know how Olam Hazeh and Olam Habal work together, and neither do we understand in what seems to be, which appears to be, an injustice coming from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, who is Tzedek, who is righteous and justice. Okay, so let's just move on from there. One more little piece of information is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world, his tachlis for the world, stretches from Bereshis to Netzach Musochim, to Olam Habat and Pas. Netzach Musochim is not within the comprehension of the human mind. The Matashel Solomon, as I live in a Zang, once spoke to a group of boys that came up for the Yeshiva week in those days, we brought up boys from Hasmonea and whatever, and I, I was in, ha, quite heavily involved in the whole program and he spoke with them and other marker for these boys and he wanted to give them a, 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 an outlook on Netzach Mutzochim V'chai Olilom Notah V'sokeinu The Everlasting Life of Torah and his marshal went to say very very quickly if you fill this whole table with poppy seeds and the little Robin Redbreast came each day and ate one poppy seed how long would it take to clear the table? But, when he actually got to the very last poppy seed on the other side, it's still not Netzach Nesachim. However many thousands of years it would take, it's not Netzach Nesachim, it's not forever. Cover the whole, and he, really went, so he built out, but cover the whole world's surface with poppy seeds. And along comes the, the Robin Redbreast and takes one seed every day. But it's still not Netzach Nesachim because it's got a finite end. Not infinity, not a Kodesh Baruch who's Netzach Nesachim. It's a long time for us. Since we've got to factor that in as well to our, 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 our discussion, that when HaKadosh Baruch created the world, it was for an ultimate tachlis, and that ultimate tachlis will only go as far as we can actually see. So, for example, when I pointed out that Moshe Rabbeinu saw no one will come out of this Egyptian to the Mishkaya, that's limited. That's limited. He didn't see it. What the limit was, we don't know. What the tachlis of this Egyptian was, why he had to die, what his neshama is going to do, whatever neshama he had, that's beyond our comprehension. So, how can we find shots? And I think, interestingly enough, <laughs> we go to the next possible in Tehillim, and we'll find out exactly what we can do so far. It says, Tesvov, Ki ad tzedek yoshuv mishpot. This this pasuk is tremendously enigmatic. 
Ki ad tzedek yoshu misbot. For justice will revert to righteousness, says the article. For achlov, and following it, kol yishrelev, all the upright of heart. Okay? I didn't understand the Pasuk at all. I, I, what? I'm sorry. No, I, I, don't, I don't understand what it means. I didn't understand what it means. I, I, I really, I, I was a bit then. Everybody seemed to find it posh. You looked at all of them and there's nothing there. Come on. <laughs> Except the Malvin. It came to, our, came to my rescue, at least. So he says, I'll say, Ki Ad Tzedek Yoshuv Mishpat Mavaratam, the Posuk explains the reason that Koresh holds back and delays the punishment of the wicked because justice reverts from its way to go in search of until it finds righteousness. That means as follows. Mishpot, judgment, is what the law demands, what the din and judgment demands. Vatzedek, however, righteousness, and we're called Hakadosh Baruch Hu Tzedek. When Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Please show me your derech," the Mefarshim learn, Rabbeinu Bechai, Medrash, Hagadol as well. But what Hakadosh Baruch Hu, what Moshe Rabbeinu was actually being asked of Hashem is how, what Hanhoga do you use tzedek mishpat? How does it work? Ad kadei kach that we the pasuk actually tells us in Yirmiyah Novi ki ani Hashem oisach chesed mishpat tzedaka. How does that all work together? So here says the Malbim ha mishpat is the ultimate din, Kvishul Zadin. Vatzedek lo yelech al pi oimekadin hagomu. However, tzedek, righteousness, doesn't go to ultimate justice. Rak yashkif al hazman vahamokoin vahinyan shuhulif nim shuhul Zadin. Tzedek is what takes into consideration the arum and the arum. The whole picture. Mishpot, guilty, not guilty. Full stop. That's the verdict. The the tzedek is where you take into consideration the the whole picture of what's going on. The yitzua, and therefore you can find a situation. Even though the rosha should be, could be, and would be punished immediately, that judgment is delayed. When Hakadosh Baruch Hu looked at the overall picture, the righteousness, Shiyacha Onsha Hakadosh Baruch Hu delays his punishment as the chus kaidem that he might have had some sort of merit in the past. Shiyacha is the mitzvah he's done some mitzvah rather. Ayadez chus avos, or he's got the merits of his fathers. Ayadez shiyayid leibonim sadikim, or he might have righteous children in the future. Ayshiyamtin shemamtin ulai, perhaps Yosher b'tshuva he might even do tshuva. Ayshiyamtin matchit tamalas osoy, or until he's finished and gone so far that there's no way he's ever going to come back and then punishment should be taken because <laughs> relatively he is the tzaddik in a door of wicked men so we've got so many things that could influence this person's life and his future ad netzach 
Many of these things, by the way, are brought by Chavos Alvovus and Shabbatochen, where the Chavos Alvovus speaks about Tzadik Rehala as well. Shagol Zemi Midas HaTzedek. The whole situation is from the Tzedek. Ad Sha'as Yetzah Mishpat Lahanish HaRosho, Yavit Sha'atzedek Hu Adayin Rochuk Mimokum HaOynish. So it comes out that there will be a time when punishment is exacted, even with taking into consideration the whole of the Tzedek, and therefore, the fiat tzedek even though righteousness with demands is not punished yet, but Yoshua mishpot judgment turns away from where it should be doing in order to allow tzedek to take its place, and then ultimately they will catch up with each other, and therefore ki mishpot tzedek and mishpot will revert to each other. In other words, there will come a time when both things snap in together, the mishpot, the, the divine judgment of, of punishment, and also the tzedek, all the details of where he's up to, join us a point, somewhere down the line, and at that point, the Kodesh Baruch will punish them. When will that be? Maybe in Olam Abor, or most probably in Olam Abor, because he's being paid off in Olam Azer. At this moment, he's being given enough rope to hang himself. He's been given a good life. He's lost of the toddler. Maybe he will do tishuva, in which case, great. Maybe he will have children, therefore I've got to keep him around because of what's going to happen in Doris to come. But the Tzedek is telling us how to use the mishpot. So there will come a time, however, where the two points join. That's what the Marvim is saying here. Um, no, 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 so Yimiyar Novi says, "Haydeini Nodu Achachol." That's what Moshe Rabbeinu said. And where was the lashon of, of Yimiyar Novi in, in Perek Test? Ki Ani Hashem Oisa Chesed Mishpat Utzedaka. That Tzedek, the righteousness of Tzedaka. A Tzedek does Tzedek. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. That's the, the, the key. Ad Tzedek until the righteousness. That righteousness is it. And the same is true of the Tzedek, but in the reverse. Now, Kodesh Baruch Hu takes into consideration what the punishment should be, or what the scar should be, and holds off until the time comes that it matches the tzedek he wants to do for that person. So however difficult the kasha will now remain, at least we have been allowed a window of understanding to bolster our emunah. And that's all I was hoping to do this evening, just like we say, the created this world, and we have emunah in that, even though we can't prove it. It's got the same emunah in the fact that the Rambam quotes that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Mbola Umanig Esau He means runs this world. And even though at times the running of this world leaves us with problems, at least we have an understanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Delochim have some, even though we can't understand it properly, we have enough understanding to say that Animam and mean it. That's what we hope to do. And what's going to happen ultimately? So, the Moshe Chaim of Tata and Das Tunois 
he says as follows behold in his knowledge of everything which is well beyond us will judge it according to past, present and future that we live in the outcome of any activity is prefaced and comes from what has gone before and according to all that will happen after it so no action is ever confined to now it is governed by what happened before and it will be governed by what is going to happen in the future and after all that judgment this rings very much with what the Malgum is saying after all that judgment said it will catch up with itself he will be given the reward ultimately in in the the reward that is befitting his deeds that's easy for him and behold, I okay. For him and behold, on the great day of judgment, Yifrois Ha'odem Baruch Hu Es Asimla, Hakadosh Baruch Hu will lift the curtain. Le'eni Kol Yehayetzur before all creation. The Kol Mashin Naseh from all that is done. Miyom Bro Elokim Odom Ala Oris from the time that God created man on this world. Arayemahu until that day of Netzach Mitzachim. Everything that I'm saying is going to occur. I didn't make it up. It's there. The year, the Yeroe, and it will be shown Yosha Mishbatoi, how correct and exact is his Mishbat, the Chalmasa and Masa, in every deed and every happening, Kotem Vagodok, small or large, Uman Nigza Alav, Lafi Mishbatoi, how Mitzi, what is being Goiza on him through true judgment, Lizman Kibul Haskosh Lasid Lavoi. To receive their reward, of each person according to his deeds. And we that we shouldn't have any nishayinus in these areas, and we should be very, very soon to see the ultimate Bir Mashiach, and uh, everything will be clear. And let's uh, we'll have no questions and only answers as they say legend has it there was one old he lived near the Shalom, I don't know who he was it might have been somebody very special and when they asked him how comes you were Zohar to that, such longevity he said I never asked God any questions so he never offered to take me upstairs and give me the answers <laughs> 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 thank you very 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 much